Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil, because God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a cross. But God raised him on the third day and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all the people, but by witnesses whom God had already chosen, by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. This is the word of the Lord. What a fantastic passage to introduce some testimonies. We had testify three times in those last few verses. So we're going to have Ray and Summer and Eleanor. They're bravely going to stand up and say something. Pray for them as they share. Isn't it fantastic that they're willing to do that? Over to you, Ray. Thank you. Hello, I'm Ray. I was a person without faith, but God never gives up on me. He has done so many miracles in my life since I tried to pray. I prayed with my friend for my mother that she can recover from chronic disease because she suffered a lot. Then. My mother met a Christian in the hospital in China, and she told the lady that my wife and I go to church every Sunday in Britain. So the lady confidently said to my mom, "Jesus is going to save you." That is what she needed to hear the most at that time. Nowadays, although my mother hasn't recovered completely, she is much better. And more optimistic. Last week, the doctor gave her the permission to come to Britain with my father to visit us and our church. I'm so amazed about the about the arrangement made by God. I believe God has heard my prayers, and He loves and trusts me. But I know. I'm never perfect, so today I want I want Jesus to wash away my sin and be reborn in baptism. Please take me, or please make me a better man to follow God. I'm willing to give all of myself to the Lord. I want to testify to the Lord. Thank you.
um, summer, um, since the last episode of the Alpha course last December, I can feel the Holy Spirit has been with me all the time. As a Chinese, I didn't have the right access to understand Christianity in the past. But thanks to God, he let me find the right people and the right place to discover my Christian faith. Both my husband and I recognized and felt God at the same time in different ways. We cannot explain everything as coincidences, and we have been amazed by God, the mind reader. I could be a silent Christian and claim I am a believer, but I want to be a loud Christian who is confident and willing to share my faith to the people I know. Still, I cannot fully explain why I want my baptism so much, but I remember clearly when I made this decision, I felt deep peace and happiness inside. Thank you. My name's Elena. Um, I grew up in a Christian household, going to church every Sunday and doing beach missions in the summer, but I never really knew what it meant to be a Christian, which is following Jesus for yourself and not just because it was shoved down your throat by your parents in school. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think some key stages in strengthening my faith were big church day out a few years ago, but also during the summer when we suffered a family loss. I saw God in both of these situations, yet in very different ways. Jesus is always there, but unlike a clingy and annoying stray puppy, or an overbearing taskmaster, you want him there. But I also want him to be in charge and not a backseat driver in my life, although this can be hard. I want to be baptized as I feel it's a step I should take to deepen and strengthen my faith and my understanding of God, along with continuing to ask questions. Before Eleanor's mum comes to read the gospel. <laughs> Do look at the back of the booklet because there's lots of testimonies there and they are all so encouraging. And I'm just in awe of you, Ray and Summer, for sharing that in another language for our sake and as a testimony to Jesus. Thank you very much. Okay, so hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. So it's Luke 24, verses 1 to 12, on the overhead thing or in your service sheet. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, 
they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here. He's risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and then on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to their apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of lying, linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, we ask that you'd speak to us. May we respond with our lives. And may we see you at work in all things. Amen. It's the Queen's birthday today. She's 93. Amazing, isn't it? If Her Majesty asked you to do something for her, on her birthday, what would you say? Yes, Your Majesty. Wouldn't you? Now, it just so happens that that's how the country used to be run. Everything connected to the king or the queen or their representatives. The whole nation was run like that. Yes, Your Majesty. And everybody felt as though they belonged because they somehow connected to the king or queen. And they knew what the kingdom meant because of those relationships. We may not agree with the whole way that that was run. But those were the sorts of links that helped people to know how they belong. What they were meant to be doing with their lives, their purpose, and how they should live. There's another king whom our queen serves. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. If Jesus asked you to do something, what would you say to him? Yes, Lord. And that's exactly what happened to the disciples. Well, they weren't disciples until Jesus met them. He said, come, follow me. And as far as we can tell, every one of them said, well, yes, Lord. And they began to discover what it meant to belong to this new movement, this kingdom of God movement. They began to understand what their purpose in life was. And they began to learn what it meant to live like Jesus. It's a very simple thing that Jesus said. Follow me. Do what I ask you to do. And right at the heart 
of our gospel is that simple message. The Lord coming to each one of us, speaking to each of us, and saying, please do this. Please follow me. Please join with me in what I am doing. I think we all know that the journey of discipleship isn't easy. And the disciples weren't really very good at being disciples. In fact, they were by and large pretty confused for most of Jesus' ministry. They really didn't get it. And it was revealed in the Passion Week just how deeply committed they were. Nearly all of them ran away, apart from the women, of course. But they nearly all ran away. Only one or two journeyed with Jesus to the cross. But it was revealed just how deep that touch on the shoulder, follow me, actually means. It was revealed that if you want to be baptized in the name of Jesus, it isn't just a question of getting into this pool. He will baptize you into his death and resurrection. And he will ask you to follow him in that way. This is the easy bit. What it means is to know who Christ is in yourself and in your life. And the disciples only discovered that by going through the pain of Good Friday, of Holy Saturday, and the joy of Easter Sunday. Jesus didn't just get a bad cold on the Saturday. He was dead. It was finished. The kingdom movement was at an end. The disciples were destroyed. And yet, Jesus rose again. Peter may have been confused. The women may not have been believed. But something new had begun. And the kingdom was now being revealed. And still, the disciples didn't quite get it. Jesus spent 40 days teaching them about who he was and what the kingdom meant. And if you read very carefully at the beginning of Acts, it says, and Jesus taught them through the Holy Spirit what the kingdom of God was about. He had to reteach them. I know you, I told you all about this before, but now let me tell you again, because what is about to happen you have not yet experienced the Spirit is coming. And it was only after the Spirit had arrived that they began to get it. Peter was confused. He was even more confused when the Gentiles received the Spirit. He was confused at Jesus' resurrection. But when the Gentiles received the Spirit of God, these unholy people... Well, more of the gospel was revealed. The greatness of this king, this kingdom, 
This Lord was beginning to become clear. The Spirit was for everyone. There are no favorites in the kingdom. Confirmation is about saying, Lord, I want more of that Spirit. Lord, I want to be filled with more of the Spirit that's for everyone. The Spirit of your kingdom. Who doesn't want that? We could all get confirmed again tonight. It's a joy to be a bishop and to pray for people to receive the Spirit. And I pray that those of you who might be thinking about, do I really need the Spirit in my life? Will think again. More and more of the Spirit. Are you still with me? Baptism is going through with Jesus. Not just getting in the pool. It's going to be painful enough, I think, because it's quite cold, my experience of this pool. But the reality of going through the weekend with Jesus means an ongoing experience. And Paul said it quite clearly. I want to know the power of his resurrection if I might share in his sufferings as well so that I might be raised with him. And if you want to receive the Spirit, then be ready because he just is going to surprise you again and again. Again, it has been my joy to meet with people, Christians, in China. The little flock Christians who were persecuted for their faith. And to meet their leader, a very old man in his 80s. He's now dead. And to see the testimony of Christians in that part of the world. And to know just what God is doing by his Spirit all over the place. So, if the queen said, do something for me, you'd do it. If Jesus said, do something for me, it's going to cost you more. But this I will say, you will know who you are because you will belong to him. God has called you by name. And that's what I'll say to every person that I confirm. You will also know what you are here for. God has made you for himself. And I will say that also to the candidates who will be confirmed. And you will know how to live because the Spirit is given to you. Before those questions are asked, you already will have the voice of God inside you. I have called you by name. I have made you my own. Confirm, O Lord, your servant with your Holy Spirit. Amen.